Hi there, welcome to Seasons and Sessions. And on this podcast, we talk about real life situations, the lessons that we learn as a way of glorifying God at the end of the day. So today, as we can see from our title, it's talking about dealing with addiction. And I am glad to have a brother and a friend joining me all the way from Botswana. Wow, wow. You are welcome. Right, he's making his entrance. So you're welcome, sir. Please introduce yourself. Thank you, thank you. My name is Ritepko. Um, if you go onto uh, onto my socials, you also find my other name, Sage, self-given, and I think of myself as a very intelligent person, wisdom given by God. So wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. All right. We are also excited. You've not gotten into the details. Who is Boitepo? What does Boitepo do? Boitepo is a young boy from the village of Lentulemuriti, grown in the city. So I can be considered a city boy. Um, was green behind the ears until like five years ago when I left home for the first time to go to school in China. Then, yeah, that's where I discovered life and my eyes were opened, so to say. But the Lord has been faithful in all things. Yeah. Wow. Glory and honor to God. All right. That's that's all about, that's not all. That's part of what Boitsepo is about. Hey, hey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we are about to part. summarize my life. Eh? <laughs> and, and he didn't also mention he's an engineer, but he is. <laughs> All right, all right. So, um, as we are looking um, at our topic today, we're talking about dealing with addiction. So, Boitsepo, when we talk about um, addiction, how can you actually um, describe addiction in in your own words? Mm, let's see. I feel addiction is the thing you know is bad, the thing you know is not good for you, the thing you don't want in your life. And yet, mm-hmm. in some form or another, it has found its way and rooted itself in your life. And possibly, um, something, it's possibly something that you keep going back to or a space that you const- constantly find yourself in. And yeah. yeah, there are, you can say there are good addictions, you can say there are bad addictions, but usually people think of addictions in the negative term because there's more negative than positive to it. And also, oh, yeah. too much good thing is, is bad in itself. So, yeah, that's what I think. Okay, because when I heard you talking about um, it, first you started with all the negatives. Not until you came to a point where you actually said um, they can be good addictions and they can be bad addictions. So, um, on to today, we are going to just talk about the negative side of it because i believe that those which are good are actually good habits to um to take on but also need to be controlled i believe mm-hmm. i'm even for the good ones there has to be a balance you know exactly there has to be yeah. a balance for them to actually be beneficial to someone is that, that is, is that right that sir? yes sir that is yes. very true all right so um i story about this and beautiful lessons that you want to share with us today so what is your story so what are the lessons or where does this all start from ah uh, okay for me personally uh oof, 
pull up a chair. It's gonna be a long story. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. gonna try make it extremely, extremely short. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll say around nine, ten, nine, mm. ten, eleven, somewhere there. Um, I got introduced to pornography. You know, at a very, very young age, because of the space I was in. Um, I grew up in a very, very Christian household. Um, yes. I mean, very, very meaning. My dad is a bishop at church. Been a bishop since I was born. In fact, I found him as a bishop. <laughs> My mother is a director at the church, and you know, um, they instilled when growing up. You know, not just the fear of God, but the love for God. And yeah, at every turn, you know, they always told us wait to hear the voice of the lord always be listening for the voice of the lord always be encouraged to you know follow god in everything so in this thing i don't know what it was um a part of me as i continue to unravel and try to decipher where this thing was coming from a part of me felt like um you know i felt like maybe because i felt i wasn't loved because when i was growing up i was a shy child um, yeah. The weird kid, you know, the one who's always into cartoons, in his head, creative, but doesn't know yeah. when to stop. <laughs> so, people around me used to tolerate me. I realized this because I haven't met an old, old, old classmate today. And I, you know, when thinking back, the things of the Lord, when thinking back after meeting her today, I realized people used to tolerate me. Not many liked me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so maybe as a child you know I didn't understand what that was but I knew it so now here was something where um, in terms of pornography um, mm. things of the world are like this they don't they've adopted the stance that you know Christianity also introduced that they don't care who you are not necessarily introduced but we hold high you don't care who you are uh, yeah. come as you are and in enjoy in quotes that which is within mm. so the, mm. the the dangers of pornography is that um it invites and then acts like it doesn't do much to one's life but with scientific mm. research that has been coming out and whatever um mm. it has shown to impact brainwaves but anyway let me not get ahead of myself myself my story so my story is you know nine ten get introduced um, and then yeah. around 11, 12, we have internet for the first time. And that is now at, at home? Or you get to yes. access the internet at school? No, no, no. I used to have it at school before. I used to have it um, visiting maybe an internet cafe. But yes. it wasn't there at home. And mm. the Lord blessed us. We managed to move and all of that. Lo and behold, now there's internet in the house. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm playing online games. I am researching and reading about this and that. I'm just having fun and living out my life. I'm watching a lot of anime, which I still do. Um, But then now comes when everyone has gone to sleep. And they know me as a late sleeper. Even to this day, it's still me. Um, I do, when I'm up, I do office work even up until 1 a.m you know and mm. then I sleep late and then wake up a bit late but I'm always I sleep late most of the time so yeah. now here is a, a small boy who's curious about everything 
doesn't know his boundaries knows some things are bad but because um you know of the kind of household that I grew in and don't get me wrong my parents are amazing it's only that when yeah. you grow up you start to realize um, a lot of areas that you know you need to pick yourself up in that they were not able to touch or could not touch you know mm. whether mm. out of their own inability or because of certain barriers maybe and stuff like that that we'll get into later so um because of that then i got into pornography and it would always come up at night always and i'm doing something else interesting or maybe even when i want to do something like prayer during the day um it would mm. come up and after prayer i would have maybe like 30 minutes of respite and then the challenge would come i don't know how to do it because addiction was rarely talked about in the church and mm, mm, it was mm. a challenge as a challenge it is actually not talked about much today exactly exactly and mm. you know that built a cycle of at some point i realized okay this is very bad for me it's not helping me grow in the lord and it's not bringing about you know any anything that's helping me to move forward right yeah so i started now my journey to try and heal it <laughs> and mm. boy was it a battle <laughs> um i remember there were days where and i know this is you know when reading online i tried joining communities online of people who are trying to um, walk away from pornography because it's not something to be shy about any addiction so something to be shy about because that's just as a side track that's something that addiction does it makes you feel like you're alone right yeah it makes you feel like you're the only one going through it and everyone else is you know not and even if they are they can't be doing it to the level that you are and you're impure especially as a christian you're impure in your in, mm. impure in your ways and now because of it you know you can't approach god of course you can because he's forgiving but then that means also you can't afford you can't approach others because others will look at you and some people do that you're a weak christian you know yeah. you should do better and all of that but getting to the crux of the issue um there would be nights where I'd cry and ask the lord what is this why am i failing am i not enough you know and mm. there would be moments where i would hate myself so deeply Yeah. so so deeply and you know that constant thing as it keeps coming up as it keeps coming up after a while it starts to translate into how you behave um, mm. my parents always used to tell me that i was a smart boy i love suits and everything and i do i still do i yeah. love smart dressing i love cleaning up and everything but when it gets to yeah. a point where you start to tell us ah yeah you know i can't man are you you're not able to you know you tell yourself you're not able to win this is no you've been fame you've been failing my guy so yeah there's no way in the world you're going to be able to win this time and it translated mm. into me not being that clean anymore not watching my mouth and how I speak um how I interact with others the things I do um where I go how I behave and all of that i just started not taking care of myself you know especially so, spiritually um, But yeah, Except, yeah. <laughs> as, as you keep narrating your story i get a part of it um 
it's like it's 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 transitional you know you mm-hmm. just don't go all in you know mm-hmm. you keep just talking about bit by bit how is it, it it gets worse along the journey mm-hmm. so what i'm picking from here is that actually it's something that is a process you know it just doesn't come like one day and there you are it's like a habit like you continuously build it yes sir okay mm-hmm. yeah yes sir please please continue <laughs> okay thanks so yeah um that was me for a long time for a very very long time you know and it built also in me yeah it can go both ways it can that feeling of deep hate could reflect as um low self esteem yeah and stuff in certain situations and in some situations it would represent itself as pride because since i don't like myself why do i why do i owe anyone anything you know in a way i i don't know how to explain it properly, but it would represent itself as like a lot of pride and i would disregard people or disregard certain situations just want my way done because i never get it in any other way you get what i mean so mm. i slowly learned to um or rather there was a point in my life you know 15 16 this is coming from like 11 years so it's growing it's growing 12 around 11 12 it's growing it's growing mm. it's growing 30 it's growing it's growing i think around 16 17 i try to talk to a friend and yeah. i try to explain what's going on it was so, i remember it was a church <laughs> so um all this while let's say like from around 9 or 10 you were still doing this on your own you were still um trying to you know to to get out of it you know regardless and of denying it yeah. and denying mm. it publicly you know there was even a time where you know kids and mess around like in high school someone had brought that phone now they were showing pictures and videos and oh my lord i was like oh my goodness i can't i can't watch this like ah, i can't watch this um mm. in my heart it was it was because i was like oh my what am i going to do um now people know that you know i watched this and whatever yeah. um and at some point someone confronted me about it saying you call yourself a christian yet you are watching that with us at the back of the class oh guys my heart <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it was it was like in that moment i couldn't bring myself to look away until after a moment later when i looked away and it was yeah but later on in life i'm trying to find a way to process my emotions without just breathing <laughs> so okay. later on in life um, around mm-hmm. 16 i tried to talk to a brother at church and we were just at cave outside someone had bought a cricket bat we put sticks in the ground you know and then yeah we they play cricket with a tennis ball um yeah. i'm trying to tell him what's going on but uh, as i'm narrating to him what's going on and we're still playing i can see clearly he's not fully understanding what i'm saying i don't blame him because we are kids then but i think then that's when i started you know trying to find someone to talk to 
but mm. I I didn't know how to. The only thing I could do at that point was, you know, stay strong in God. As much as those messages sometimes, I won't lie, I hated them because I'll be like, here I am, you know, trying by all means to give everything to God, to read the Word and pray and mm. seek His face. And people would come to me <laughs> to pray for them. And always in my heart, it was like, Lord, I'm failing at this part. May I not fail in, you know, serving your children. I remember even one time I prayed that, Lord, if there's anything that I ever don't do in life, it's lead your children astray. But mm-hmm. I've realized that many points because of the self-doubt, self-hatred, self-hatred and all of that, um, yeah. I, uh, it would represent itself in low self-esteem so I wouldn't represent Christ well or in pride and I would say something that, is not biblical neither is it true but because of the bravado that i say if um mm. it then mm. comes out as if it's yeah you know uh uh the right thing to do especially considering in some situations i was the only one able to represent christ in that scenario and yeah um but as time went on i did tell my mom um her yeah. response was very you know, abrupt oh my you know those things are very bad for people um when they watch such things you know that marriages end up in disaster which is true but yes. i feel that's why i say our parents or my parents think that the best but at some point i realized that you know um where they're not able to approach things properly um mm. or the way they were not because it might be like later on if i had, if i asked them today or tell them the same thing today they would approach it differently So at yeah. that point her response was something that was not able to help me at all because in the first place I'm not married in the second mm. place I'm not ready for marriage so mentioning so, certain points doesn't help me yeah so was it like um it's information that is useful but not for that appropriate time exactly yes yeah mm. so wow <laughs> yeah, but as as time went on, um as I, I kept depending on God, I kept being in prayer. I kept asking God when am I going to be free? When am I going mm. to be delivered? Because I want to live my Christian life to the fullest. I don't want yeah. to regret anything. I don't want to look back and say I could have done better. I don't want to, you know, be in a group of people and now when we're preaching to someone who's doing drugs and everything like that. I feel like a hypocrite because I have my own challenges. Yeah. But as as life went on, I realized three things that number one, um Christ works on all of us. That's at different right. times, at different paces and everything. I'm not mm. saying that if you find yourself in a situation, you shouldn't find strength to come out. You should definitely as fast as you can. But let yeah. uh, let the Lord work through you. which leads mm. into the second point that sometimes that um weakness is meant to lift you up you know when you think of Jonathan McDonald's song limp um it talks about mm. keeping on walking with your limp don't stop just because you're hurt or the pain comes up once in a while spiritually speak just keep on going keep on going you and actually, it'll get better yeah you actually have have when you talked about the limp it's like a child who is learning how to walk you know they will have instances where they um they actually fall but that is exactly. not the end of it they, you know they will get up and still continue walking wow exactly yeah yeah mm. and uh, yeah 
um third point would be don't think yourself too easy a prey just because quote unquote prey just because um you know maybe it's only one thing or a couple of things that you fall back into it's important yeah. to realize that because you are strong you are able to see that this is bad and yeah mm-hmm. and you get stronger you know life doesn't get easier just generally life doesn't get easier it gets tougher but you get stronger mm-hmm. and you grow more able to handle it. and yeah i don't know that was a lot of fun but we'll get into that one <laughs> i liked i liked that one life doesn't get easier but you get stronger and i think yeah. um the strength um comes from how you approach the situation you know when we yeah, involve yeah. god in all this we will get the strength you know but if we try exactly. to approach it another way we may actually become weaker mm-hmm. so um there's something you highlighted as we talked about your story you know and mm-hmm. um, and you talked about parents you know them trying to do their best but this message they were bringing out at that time was not appropriate for you so how do you think um parents can be able to approach this situation because we are living now in an era i believe those days when you were growing up internet was not as common as it is right now right now um, yeah. everyone is just a click away you know we have children I mean, as as young as um eight having phones you know and all that so exactly yeah what would be the approach that parents can actually use without necessarily because i mean i'm imagining a parent coming up to an 8 year old and telling them okay this is going to be bad for your marriage and all that an 8 year old at that time is not able to actually fully digest what mm. the parent is saying you know so what would be a better approach for parents to approach this um this situation i think it's to understand firstly that you know back in the day it used to be that uh, just as an example you find nudity mm. and stuff like that in late night movies right but now you find it in series that they show broad daylight in mm. things mm. that they say are kid friendly and because people are genders and all of those things and whatever but um i think one thing we need to realize you can't you can't hide away from it it'll find its way to you because mm. the 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 in the 5g era the internet and connectivity is going to be in everything um now i'm talking like an engineer <laughs> it's going to be everything your your fridges your microwaves i mean the way things are going now you could program your microwave to um heat your food that you left in the morning as you're 10 mm. minutes away from home you can yeah. your fridge can tell you because it knows your grocery list according to the ai and whatever um yeah. i'm just trying to dumb it down it would it would tell you okay you're missing lettuce you're missing 20 apples and you can it'll send to your phone and you can just press order by the time you get home it arrives at your home i know you remember how why my and everything used to work in china and mm. stuff like mm. that so with that there's no way there are ways like firewalls to block certain websites and everything like that but you can't block everything And so one yeah. thing you need to do is um children are no longer just you know in the olden days just ask why 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 and then receive the answer they've mm. gone beyond that and saying okay you've told me why now let me go find out more of why and so it calls on us as 
even as older siblings and you know the parents educate yourself on certain things um the reason why pornography is bad and then try to dumb it down to explain to a child um in a way that when they look at it they can fully understand especially children of nowadays if you don't understand if you don't explain the way they don't understand it just say i said so uh, yeah i'm yeah headed for disaster so yeah. one thing i would say is have open um conversation with kids have open conversation with teenagers with older people and listen as well because they will always tell you where their mind is at especially kids they will really really tell you what they're thinking what they see and what they understand then you can know how to maneuver around it. and most importantly include the word um mm, the scripture that kept exactly the scripture that kept me a lot you know was Psalm 119 verse 9 how can mm. a young man keep his way pure by keeping it it answers by saying by keeping it according to thy word then it goes on to say with my whole heart have i served thee or let me not wander uh, from thy commandments and then 11th thy word have i kept in my heart that i might not sin against sin against you yeah exactly and you know in those moments when i was maybe in the pit of sin where i had given up you know there were times where i'd be like ah, you know what if this is thing is going to keep happening let it just happen ah, i'm tired of trying to fight it and so it would happen you know day after day or even after week a week after week and i was just like ah let it keep on going but there's no point that i keep losing i keep getting up and down getting up and down for 11 years i've been at this might as well just make it part of me 11 years but 11 years but when i went back to the word they would say oh, thy word have i kept in my heart that i might not sin against you that would spark something in me that then it's possible not to sin against the law wow it's possible you know to live something. free of addiction yeah you know you said something thy word have i hidden in my heart so you see mm. it's it's just um it's just not an issue about of of, of reading the word you know Mm-hmm. because he's reading but also keeping it to heart you know taking it mm-hmm. to heart yeah mm-hmm. so it, it's it's just not about reading because i know um for some people it may be you know you know you're christian and you're supposed to do your devotion because mm-hmm. of guilt that you've not done the devotion that day you just go through you know to have that mm-hmm. that guilt you know go away so mm-hmm. i think even when we get to a place of understanding that our time with god is supposed to be time we set aside you know time we prioritize exactly that what we are able to hide the word in our hearts exactly and you know it, it scripture talks about the holy spirit giving us conviction but the question mm. comes what is conviction is it oh my mm. god i didn't do this yo i'm in trouble oh, i'm so sorry yo no 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 it's not just about being sorry it's about seeing the word um alive in your life you know one pastor once said that the imagination is a very powerful thing the scripture talks about casting down all imaginations but these are things that are outside of it if you like a child are able to if you are like uh, if you like a child are able to use your imagination to your advantage why not it's a tool given mm. to us by god so when you're reading about the story of david think of or put yourself in the scenario where david was facing goliath You know here comes a 90 tall man and yeah what 
uh, 5'8", me, I'm 5'8", and I'm thinking, this guy is double me, you know? And yeah. he wants, he's been at war for years, and I'm fresh from the farm. I know nothing about holding a sword or, you know, armor or sword styles or whatever, all these things that are necessary to be able to conquer in a fight. And yet mm. David comes and says, you come at me with a sword, spear, and javelin. All these things, right? And But I come to you in the name of the Lord. What does that mean? Is the mm. name of the Lord more powerful than a sword? What does, the, what does this mean? Is it the attitude that he approached Goliath with? Because he doesn't just speak the word and expect the word to, you know, raise a tree out of the ground to choke Goliath. No. Yeah. He believes in the faith that the Lord has, uh, has that the Lord has his back because he says um, when I when he was talking to Saul when I faced the lion right I, mm. he says I grabbed it by the beard when I faced the bear I grabbed it by the beard and smote it to death and he mm. says the same Lord who delivered me then see he's he's bringing up testimony he's bringing up evidence right yeah. the same Lord who delivered me then will deliver will deliver this Philistine into my hands. What does that mean? Is that he's walked with the Lord long enough to know the goodness of the Lord, that the Lord doesn't um, abandon you. He says to Joshua, yeah. I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake, never forsake you. you. Mm. Yeah. And what for us it says, even in the midst of trial, because I'm sure there's situations where David David felt like he was alone. Some of them are yeah. in scripture. But even mm. so he knew in the back of his mind that the Lord was with him. Think of when Saul was chasing him around the mountain and he had to hide, he had to do this. He was in the cave and everything like that. At some points he was so thirsty and he said, I thirst. So mm-hmm. it's 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 in situations like this you think to yourself when you're there, like, if there was someone else, they would be like, Lord, why am I going through this? But David never questioned the Lord. Yeah. David always said, glory be unto the most high. And it's something it's you realize all those situations made him stronger in one way in one way that when he finally came up to being king he was able to understand the people number one and understand the heart of god for the people and so it's you know taking one's addiction i think just as a roundup to my story um taking one's addiction is okay it's a problem that i need to face go through and mm. win against obviously but i should understand the lesson that the Lord has seen fit for me to learn in this time. You know, the, okay. the the thing that the Lord wants me to understand. Because it might just be that your addiction is the gateway or the healing of it is the gateway the Lord wants to use so that those with other or the same addiction or other scenarios or other things that are similar to yours, when they finally come to that crossroad or that barrier or that wall, where they feel like they've finished all their strength, they've finished all their thinking capacity, because you'll think of many ways to get out of it. You'll come up with ideas that seem right but never work out. And you are able to stand and say, but the Lord is faithful in the end. And encourage someone to rise up again and say, I'll try again. I'll try Thank you so much for tuning in today on Seasons and Sessions as we talked about dealing with addiction. Now, this is part one of what we shared. Tune in next week, same time, same place, to listen to part two as we continue sharing about dealing with addiction. You can also write to us on our Instagram, 
that is um, seasons underscore and underscore sessions or email season sessions 21 at gmail.com we would really love to hear from you and get to know uh, what is it you learn from these sessions that we have or what is it that we can do better from us to you god bless you and enjoy the rest of the week